is this? Ah, the French. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? I'm here, Papa! Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. First listen to the animal man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog. My wife hated me being a firefighter. We were divorced nine months later. If you don't mind my saying, I don't like your attitude one bit. Inspired. Six times I've now ruined my whiskey. I'm the race. Oh, Armando, what? I just want to do whatever serves the corporation best. Good night, Mr. World Champion Podcast. I am one of your guys, Brighton SLC. And I am your other guy, Sean Black. And together we are two guys, and we discuss pop culture things and other general nonsense, whatever we feel like. We have signed a contract to be the official podcast for the Smogville Jubilee World's Fair. So here we are. Yes. Uh, good news. Okay. After last week's uh, sort of odd transmission episode the reason we had to do that is because martial law was still under effect right they expanded it from 72 hours to 14 days yeah occasionally we do like to go out and gather new material but we've been trapped in this ferris wheel everyone has forgotten about us Mm -hmm. including our listeners thank you very much right no no care packages no cookies no nothing I guess it is hard when you don't know the zip code of Smogville. We don't it's even know true. that. It's true. It's a lot of numbers. It's I'm, tricky. I'm told that it's a big media event, but we only get the local paper from mm. the local pamphleteer. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. They don't let us see the outside world, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mr. Pumpernickel insists that everyone's talking about it from, from Timbuktu to Mozambique. Yeah, well, well Mr. Pumpernickel, I believe him, all right? I just, he's not the type that would lie, I would say. So I, I feel pretty good about that. Not sure I 100% hmm. agree with you on that, but hmm. we can discuss that later. Okay. Hmm. Uh, may, might I remind you that we have had to eat our boots? That's true. That, that, and that was a little bit heartbreaking. I've always loved these leather boots. But... Well, what's, what people might not realize is that, is that you and I just coincidentally wear matching red Doc Martin boots. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, we or, or did. 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 <laughs> And, and uh, now we have matching red dyed stomach from eating red leather. <laughs> yeah, the red leather. And I, I really cherish those shoes. I polish them all the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's doing to my innards, but it's not good. Well, we're, we're here. We're recording. And so we should get right into politics. Let's talk about politics. Well, Zephyr the Pig is surging ahead in the polls for mayor of Smogville. They've taken him back to the farm. Mm-hmm. And, and they thought this would kind of cool down all the people coming out to see him and all the support he's having. But now it's... It weirdly almost backfired, which now people are just heading to the farm to catch a glimpse of this pig that has electrified Smogville's political scene. He's a Smogville outsider because the farm is a few uh, a few kilometers out of town. Yeah, he, so he is an outsider, true outsider to Smogville government. Yeah, as far as I know, the only position he's ever really held was he was a interim city councilman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the circumstances around that, right. but but that was very brief. He did manage to push through some pretty important legislation, though. Uh, yeah, and the the the, uh, the orchard uh, regulations, the corn cob pipe regulations, mm-hmm. where that their their pipes were out of control here in Smogville beforehand. Yeah. Now now you look, everyone's got their corn cob pipe. 
which is just less flammable, you know? I don't know. I feel like it's unconstitutional. I want to have my, my big pipe that reaches the floor. Well, do you want security or freedom, man? Well, that's the question. There are security risks to having your giant pipe you used to smoke. I kind of had a wooden saxophone. Mm-hmm, it did. It looked like a giant wooden saxophone. A lot, a lot of burning material in there. Yeah. You couldn't really look left or right. So just as security from cars hitting you, you even that. You Walking could, around, yeah. I'm not talking about bigger implications. So, eh, you know, civil li- liberty has been stomped on a little bit, but, you know, we're all safer for it with your cute little corncob pipe. Well, it's, they're charming. You they can't say charming. they're not charming. And they're locally made. Yeah, And that's required true. by law to, <laughs> to have upon your person at all times, which uh, if you didn't smoke before, is, is that really that big of a deal? Well, well, one caveat to that, only required by law if you're over the age of 12. Yeah, that, that's true. We're not going to get silly. No, we're not going to get ridiculous and have the kids smoking. But no, I'm, I don't know. I might go out there. If you go out, you, he likes it when you bring him an artichoke. Mm-hmm. Big artichoke fan, which hopefully they won't use a, a, against him in the in the. the the election. Oh, know. who knows? It's going to get dirty. It will get dirty. It's definitely going to get dirty. Um, more good news from Smogville. Sam, the produce man, finally got his dentistry license. And that is great news. You don't have to go to the hardware store anymore. I know, because that hardware store, I, I, I'm not totally sure they knew what they were doing. Sometimes they did pull the wrong tooth on me one time. Mm. And that's like shame on me, I think, initially. Yeah. I'm not sure how the saying goes, but I'm pretty sure it was I was in the wrong. It's pull me tooth... Shame on youth. Mm-hmm. Pull me two teeth. Shame on meath. Meath. And I thought, and it was two teeth by the time he was done. And so I jumped right to the second part of that rhyme. Yeah. It was, it was shame on meath. Yeah. Shame on meath. And so, yeah, we no longer have to go to the hardware store to get our, our teeth pulled. And it is electrifying the line around the block, the mood around mm-hmm. the produce section. He says he can do fillings. Mm-hmm. I'm excited and to see did that. Did you get your wristband to get in line? Yeah, I'm number 72 on Tuesday, so I'll be the 72nd patient on okay. Tuesday, and then I should be good. People are already lining up, though. It's the mood. It, you can like feel the excitement in the air. People want their teeth pulled out. Yeah, as many as it's possible. It's been a long time coming. You know, there's peop- a lot of people, I don't want to say that they weren't thinking straight, but they wouldn't go to the, the hardware store to get their teeth done ever. I know some people that haven't had, had a hardware store visit in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. It's exciting news. Smogville's really up and coming, man. Yeah. It's exciting to have a grosser dentist. <laughs> it's good. It really is. <laughs> well, what else is going on? Once, uh, once the martial law was lifted, we actually did manage to get out. Um, mm. we've, we've been on a lot of, a lot of out-of-town adventures, basically. That's true. We got the hell out because it was, it was kind of intense. We needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. We, it was turned down by Mr. Pumpernickel, but he was so busy on his trip to Europe that we thought, well... Let's just, you know, let's just kind of let's just kind of get out of town. Jet, he won't yeah. he won't know. Let's hope. Um, yeah, we were able to climb up to a very tall tower. Mm-hmm. We used binoculars, and uh, we were able to tie a telegraph telegraph wire to a garbage can lid and watch Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. That's true. It sounds like a lot of work, but it wasn't that big a deal. No, it wasn't that big a deal. And we meant we reviewed the movie already before we we saw it. Mm-hmm. So this is our revised re-preview, review. Uh, sequel review. Sequel, okay. Yeah. And one thing I want, before we begin, that I wanted to point out is, is it's, it's tough uh, having your opinion, opinions recorded week after week, because sometimes you're flippant, sometimes 
an experience will totally change the way you, you view things. If I recall correctly, in our original review two weeks ago, yeah, we kind of made fun of Zack Snyder, and we specifically m- made some disturbed music jokes. Kind of made fun of Zack Snyder's style. Made fun of <laughs> Disturbed offhandedly a little bit. We did. Oddly enough, we sure did. And now we come before you, our hat in our hand. <laughs> Me taking back what I'm saying. Brighton taking back what he's saying. It's really, Part of it. Yeah. It's it'll, it'll really make weird. Sense. It's weird when you just have a fundamental shift in your belief system. It is very strange. So reactions to this movie from outside of, of us. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like 37%. Um, I don't know why anybody cares what critics think one way or another. Now, I'm not saying that as stupid critics hate movies, but I'm saying if you like a movie and the critics didn't, why does that have to be a cause for you to wave around? Right. Just like what you like. Um, I saw one of our friends who hated the movie kind of getting into it with a stranger online, mm-hmm. and, and he's saying, our friend is saying, oh, well, we're also excited when critics liked Dark Knight, and critics liked The Avengers, and critics liked Winter Soldier, but for some reason, it's this cause of critics just don't understand comic book movies and they're all dicks. Mm-hmm. And that's just not true. Critics love movies. Our local critic for a long time was the late Jeff Weiss, mm-hmm. who wrote um, movie reviews for the newspaper and was also a huge comic book fan. Yeah. You'd see him at the comic book store every Wednesday. That's true. So I just hate this idea that critics are against us, mm-hmm. whoever us is. And there's um, a, well, there's also levels of... There is going to be a guy that's 65 years old... That you know lives in New York. You've, he's very you know he's very into who knows what world politics. Very serious, watching C-SPAN, and then he's also a critic, so he's going to see Batman fight Superman. Yeah. Now he may not enjoy it as much as a 16-year-old kid who reads comic books every day. Yeah. And so there's also that. Right. It's people have different interests. Yeah. And, and what so... you bring with you sometimes matters. Right. In, in your experience of something. Yeah, and you and it, you shouldn't get mad at them for liking it, nor should you be thrilled when they I mean it's just who cares. So let's say you're you're a really a, a really fantastic critic, but when you were a child, you were forced to watch Batman while your dad beat you. And the <laughs> yeah. ba- the Batman tape is just one he had, but it would drown out your screams. Yeah. Now when you go to see Batman versus Superman, you may not like it as much as someone who whose dad read him Batman comics every morning. Yeah. Or every night before bed, if you were tortured. Well, and that's more baggage, too, is, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> Roger Ebert was famously a huge comic book fan. However, we're talking, he read comics as a kid in, like, the 40s and 50s. Right. And So, so this, is he, gr- this is Green Lantern going after horse thieves. Right. Is the whole story. Yeah, so he would say, I love comic books. I think they're great and have so much potential. And then when what he saw didn't match his expectations of what comic books were, mm-hmm. he was pissed off. The same way we get mad when X-Men The Last Stand isn't a faithful reproduction of the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, critics aren't liking it. Fan reaction, though, as they all say, oh, it's what the fans, we don't care. We don't make movies for critics. It's what the fans want, mm-hmm. as Henry Cavill says where, while Ben Affleck stares off into the ground. Sadly. Yeah, and furthermore, we've seen that. Though You don't need to post it to us. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we don't need to see sad Ben Affleck. Yeah. Um, I have friends based on my Facebook reaction that absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a friend and listener who said Eisenberg is Lex Luthor steals the show. What? 
Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, the opinions are all over the place. Okay. And then uh, we have friends, Sean Leslie, who we saw it with, who some of our listeners know. Oh, yeah. We did, called we, it the biggest turd in the world. Yeah, we skimmed right over the fact that this was the first uh, reunion of the Fight for Comics crew. All four of us oh, saw, true. saw yeah. Man of, or Superman, whatever the hell it's called, Batman <laughs> yeah. versus Superman. Yeah. That was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Okay. Do so we, he, he, I think he called it an absolute turd. Yeah, he, he said it was just beyond awful. Yeah, and, and now Sean Leslie, every movie he sees, he writes up, a, I mean, a critic himself in his own way. A little bit. Write, writes up a very long description on Facebook. Has not done it for this movie. Yeah, it's, for, it's forthcoming. No, is he oh, not? Oh, is it forthcoming? I, th- oh, I don't know. I think he wrote it's forthcoming. I'm excited to get into the debate. Yeah, and of course you can hear him on his own podcast, Only Wednesday Warriors. Right. Um, so do we, should we talk about our initial reactions or... Or or what? Or to go right into the a little bit about the show. Let's. I'm gonna go first. Okay. I about 20 minutes into it, I thought this movie is a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. This is utterly awful in every way. From when we started with the Bruce Wayne flashback, and then we have Bruce Wayne flying. With the bats, which in a better movie could have been a very interesting image. Um, I don't like it when dream sequences are not revealed until after their dream sequences. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it when there's six or seven dream sequences in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought every actor in an inconsequential role was utterly terrible. So the stars were fine. But then everyone who's playing like a cop or a thug mm-hmm. or a senator or whatever, I thought they were all terrible. I hated the cliche of front page of the news, the cops arresting a perp. <laughs> and then I hated the cliche of Lex Luthor making a speech and saying, philanthropy, it comes from the Greek, phylos, meaning mm-hmm. this. I, it, so it seemed like they had to write dialogue and got a 15-year-old who's seen all the comic book movies to write it and accepted his first draft because it's like, what's the most cliched line that would happen here. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Um, I hate Henry Cavill. He looks ridiculous in his outfit. <laughs> Utterly ridiculous. Um, I hated when his mom got kidnapped. I, oh, oh by the way. <laughs> by the way, l- let me interrupt you right there. We may be spoiling this movie. In fact, we are spoiling it. So if you haven't seen it, go back and listen to our, our episode where we're guessing what happens in it. This is what actually happens in the movie. Yeah. And we're going to talk about everything. Yeah. So now's your your you've been warned at this and point. And by now it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. So if you haven't seen it. But even so, just to be to be thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you know, skip this if you haven't seen it yet. Um when his mom got kidnapped, I was just disgusted by that. I thought it was so crass. The Polaroids. Oh and I but guess it's they, supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but it's still just not what I want. That had one of the movie. my favorite moments though. That's when Superman got so mad. That his eyes started glowing so red that yeah. they were they were glowing through his closed eyelids. Yeah. So I'll get anyway. I guess I, now's not the time for me to go through all my problems with it. Um, I pretty much hated the movie and was bored and got mad that it wasn't worse than it was because I thought this isn't any good. I but I wish it was at least worse because mm-hmm. for now I just don't feel anything. By the end of the picture, my conclusion was that Ben Affleck is the best on-screen Batman there's ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne slash Batman. And I thought, uh, oh, well, that was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't really love it, but I'm probably leaning 
slightly more to the sort of liked it scale. Okay. Although it's got massive, massive problems that are really hard to overlook. Now, Sean. Okay. You want my? I'm sitting there in the theater. Uh huh. I know you're a huge Superman fan. Right. You're a huge Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hated Man of Steel. Yes. I'm rubbing my hands together. All right, Sean, lay it on me. <laughs> yeah. Go I, for it. I, and I, what did you say? I, I absolutely loved it. So, <laughs> so I was surprised myself. As Brighton said, I hated Man of Steel so much that I was probably upset for six months about it. Yeah. I wouldn't even talk about it with people because I hated Man of Steel so much. My favorite superhero is Superman. My favorite superhero movie of all time is the first 1978 Christopher Reeve Superman, mm-hmm. which I had a profound effect on me as a child. And I've always looked at him as like, what I love about him is the big blue Boy Scout. I love that he's so just, he's not troubled, he's not sarcastic, he's not, he's not the crow, you know. He's, yeah. he's, he's supposed to be bright and sunshiny. He's optimism and idealism and the American dream and everything, right? Yeah. So I went into this being like, I hated Man of Steel. This is going to just be like Man of Steel. So, so I, I, it became very zen. Like I went into it being like, no matter what they do, I'm okay with it. Because I exhausted myself mentally about Man of Steel. So I went into it thinking, okay, this is a different interpretation. I've got to not bring in my expectations like I did to Man of Steel. And just whatever they do, just let it be, right? And so I had this... uh, I I didn't quite think what a piece of shit, but the first sequence of Batman's point of view, or Bruce Wayne's point of view of uh, Superman and Zod fighting in the city and wrecking the shit out of the city... Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was so cool to see that from a person's point of view, from like a like how I would see it if I was there. Yeah. Instead of being, you know, you're with these guys flying through buildings. I was like, so it made that suddenly seem cool to me, even though that was one of my biggest problems with Man of Steel. Then it started going into all this stuff, and about fifteen or twenty minutes into it, I turned to my girlfriend and I said, "I don't understand what's happening." I didn't understand. What's Why happening are either. they in court here in like Africa or something? They're in some courtroom at one part in a foreign country. No, she was testifying. She was from Africa, where I didn't understand it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then th- it was just super ridiculous. Yeah. And so each scene was was just this ridiculous moment. And then suddenly I realized I was waiting for I was waiting to hate it. Yeah. Every scene that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is crazy." And then I started thinking, "This is just like a comic book." I was like, "This is so and and the 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 big moment for me is there's a montage scene where Bruce Wayne is literally getting ready to fight Superman and he's working out. So it's like the Karate <laughs> Kid where it's I like I did I did really You're enjoy the best that. around. Yeah. No one's ever gonna bring it down. So it's like, you know, Bat or Bruce Wayne hitting a tire with a hammer, flipping over the tire. He's doing like CrossFit stuff. Yeah. And it's a lot like I think you said it's a lot like the workout scenes in Arrow. Yeah. When Stephen O'Mell will do the the famous like the salmon ladder, the salmon thing, ladder yeah. thing they do on American Ninja. And and I was like, this is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> and then as soon as my brain snapped into that, it was like, I was, it was just fine the rest of the movie. There were the, the huge moments for me that made me just, just giddy as a comic fan is the, the first time the Flash appears coming through time to warn Batman about the, 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 the crisis coming up. Yeah. It was straight Crisis on Infinite Earth style. 
and and I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that it was so. I all, I was just like freaking out. Where yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, it's the Flash coming through time!" Then Batman has this dream sequence, and it's it's like this apocalyptic future. There and then on the ground is a giant Omega symbol burned into the ground, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Dark Side!" Yeah. And then, sure enough, there's a se- sequence with Superman's evil because Lois has died and driven him crazy, which is from Injustice, the video game. So I have a video game where Superman's evil. So I was like, oh, they're doing the Injustice evil Superman. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the he comic lands. Yeah, 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 it was way cool. And then the parademon insect demon guy start yeah. landing, and I was like, this is so bonkers. I was like, this is straight up the inv- dark side invasion. See, I guess, okay, I, did, I don't know Darkseid. I don't, I don't recognize the symbol. I didn't recognize those bug men. And it wasn't, I mean, the, the scene is pretty cool on its own. I love mm-hmm. the soldiers with the Superman emblem kneeling before him. Yeah. Um, but it, because we didn't know it was a dream sequence, and obviously you can figure it out halfway through, but I just thought it was weird inserting this sort of fantasy sequence. And then you don't really, it just is so jarring. And I thought if you don't have any sort of comic book context, you're going to be so lost even more. And that's the thing is, is I kind of didn't give a shit if anyone was lost. To me, I'm a big DC reader. That's a good point. And so, and so them putting the flash in, like I didn't give a shit if it made nothing, no sense to the movie. It made sense to me. And it, if I was just so excited. Yeah. And then, and then that that whole sequence that it made no sense. For a minute, I wasn't sure if, if Batman had traveled through chi- time or if he just had a dream. Yeah. But I that moment, again, was one of the moments that made it for me, where I was like, this is... Because I was just like, oh, it's Batman versus Superman. We're just going to w- watch these guys fight. I was not expecting all the, the Justice League kind of stuff. And then it, it was clunky. The movie was disjointed. It felt like lots of scenes had been cut out. It yeah. felt like it kind of jumped from thing to th- scene to scene. The pacing was really bad. But every scene I loved, and so the movie as a whole, I I just totally loved. Yeah, it was, and that that's, you know, don't get me wrong, it's a bad movie, <laughs> but it's just ridiculous enough that it 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 get, attains this like surreal level where it, I felt like I was reading comics, I was seeing things I'd imagined my whole life, and then, you know, it, it does a lot of the Dark Knight Returns stuff, so. Yeah. So Batman's in his Dark Knight armor. Love that. Yeah. They and and then even when they nuke Superman at that one part and he turns into this skeleton floating in space, that's straight from Dark Knight yeah. Returns. And then the sun revives him. Yeah. I loved that. I loved it. And those little moments made the whole movie cool for me. So I guess it did recreate the experience of reading a comic as a kid when you just have to buy them whenever your mom takes you to the store right. and you miss an issue here and there. Yeah, I, I kind of didn't understand the plot. Yeah. I wasn't sure what Lex Luthor was doing exactly because he was trying to, to make Superman look less than a god by killing Batman just to ruin his reputation, I guess. But people, I don't know, there's a lot of things I didn't understand about the plot, Yeah, but I kind of didn't care. Because I was able to see Kryptonians move like I've always imagined them. Like you, I've read Superman comics my whole life. And then to see someone that powerful and that fast yeah. and, and his, his heat vision. I love all the heat vision stuff. Yeah. It's like, and even Doomsday, you're like, wow, Doomsday is really wrecking shit. Just like he did in the Death of Superman storyline. Yeah. Like really wrecking stuff. They, they, and was, he looked exactly like a cave troll from Lord of the Rings. Until he evolved and grew his horns, then he looked like Doomsday. Then he did, yeah. I do like Doomsday 
I prefer Doomsday in his green outfit with one arm tied behind his back, the way he first shows up in the comics. When I was a teenager... I don't remember that even. Okay, when he first appears <laughs> in the comic books, he's wearing head-to-toe green that's covering his face, covering his whole body, and then he's got these weird kind of like uh, metal red eye eye things in mm-hmm. his mask, and then he's all kind of got wires all over him, and his left arm is is like bolted behind his back in this big metal contraption. So uh, he only has use of one arm. For the first half of his fight with the, yeah. the, the then Justice League and Superman and all that, just to show how dangerous he is. Mm. And then eventually he, you know, he rips his outfit off and he's the gray guy with, with bones all over him. And I don't know. It was just one of those things where every scene I was waiting to be like, this is not good, but it's so insane. I love it. Uh, maybe I'll hate this scene. Nope, that scene passes. And then suddenly <laughs> the movie's over. And I was like, well, I liked every scene in the entire movie. And I had a blast. And I was able to see Superman like I've always imagined him. And like you said, Ben Affleck, I will say this with no hyperbole, that he's the best Batman ever. The best Bruce Wayne ever. He nailed it. He was like the yeah. perfect Batman. And he's got the look. He he's has, got, the he's look. got exactly the look that he's supposed to have. And not even his look. Even as, as, as Bruce Wayne, he had the look. Yeah. But even the sequences where Batman, the Batman sequences were yeah. perfect. He's up in the corner, like, moving around like a bat, going yeah. up holes. You just see kind of his cape fly away. It's kind of creepy. The little kids think he's a demon. And then the sequence at the end where he saves uh, Superman's mom, that whole <laughs> fight scene was the most Batman shit you've ever seen. Yeah, it he's, really was. And, and even the fight when he's fighting all the Superman army guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not quite a, like, ninja karate man. I mean, he's just very brutal. He's using his utility belt, though. He's using, like, grappling hooks and stuff. I yeah. loved all that. Yeah. And then uh, he slammed, he, like, did some cool kind of acrobatic jumping and kicking people's heads into the ground and stuff. Yeah. Just very Batman stuff. So, I don't know. So, it's, 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 I've actually thought about it all weekend because it's hard to reconcile this cognitive dissonance of like, I know it's not a good movie, but it's the best movie I've seen in like a year huh. that I loved. Well, a friend of mine on Facebook said it's kind of unfair to compare, and he didn't love the movie, but he said it's unfair to compare these to the Marvel movies just because the Marvel movies are funny and jokey. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I think that humor and lightheartedness also covers up that a lot of those movies are really flawed too. Yeah. Because you did, didn't really like Age of Ultron. I, 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 en- I enjoyed it, but walking away from it i don't really care to see it again it wasn't good I yeah didn't, i didn't like uh, i can't what else i thought the ending was so stupid of age of ultron and and they really are just plot wise and structurally so similar and they oh, got yeah. they, they've got the charming characters and the charismatic actors but they're not without flaws well, either well, i'm here, not trying to i feel like i'm just a mr fun hater well here's the interesting thing i'm just trying to say don't hold this up to the marvel standard it's different standards Oh, go just be zen like me. Go into yeah. it being like, I will accept anything you give me. Oh, Batman murders in this one? That's okay. They've already gotten rid of the big one of Superman murdering. So, like, that's, that was my big upset of the first one. Yeah. This one, I'm like, oh, of course, Batman's probably going to murder people. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm mixed on that one. In the context of this movie, it makes perfect sense. So, or of this world. So who cares? Okay. It's, it's, I feel like saying, but Batman doesn't kill. That's fundamental to his characters. Maybe like saying, but he wears blue and yellow and not black and gray. I don't know. He, he killed. I, I'm really mixed. I don't know how I feel about well, it. Well, they're doing the Dark Knight Returns Batman. Yeah. Who does kill. But not with guns. Well, that gun sequence was the dream of the future. 
That was after Superman's also not evil, man. No, but he's got machine guns on his plane and stuff. Those were shooting rubber bullets. Pro- oh, probably. I see. Probably rubber bullets. Or had some bat gas in them or something. Well, stupid Zack Snyder is like, he doesn't directly kill anybody. He shoots the car and then the car explodes. Or he brands them and then they get murdered in prison. Or And I thought, no, you can't have it both yeah, ways, yeah, buddy. Yeah, kind of can't. But <coughs> yeah, like I said, I'm going into this being like, do what, do your worst. I will. I'm just gonna enjoy myself. I'm not gonna get myself upset, and it backfired, sort of. What did you think of Jeremy's, Jeremy's iron as Alfred? I, do you know what? I honestly felt like they cut a bunch of scenes with him out, maybe, because yeah. it seemed like he should have had more of a he had almost a part. nothing to do. And it, yeah, and I and I just had a feeling <laughs> he like, was great. I have a feeling this was like a four-hour cut originally, and yeah. they had to cut a ton of yeah. stuff out. Even even now, it's still some would say it's long. It was the perfect amount of time for me. Yeah, but but I've heard a lot of complaints that it was too long. Yeah, I imagine it was way longer because there was. The, yeah, I, I on my own, I was thinking Alfred's got to have more to do than that. Like he must have. There must be a big sequence he wasn't part of that they had to cut for time. There was also seemed like I thought maybe they had shown aquaman like the oh let's talk about that part mm-hmm. the, i loved the girl the wonder woman clicking on uh on, the on files, files yeah. and like watching youtube videos of all the other justice league well the old picture of wonder woman's amazing oh yeah that and was it, cool and it makes you wonder why did she pose for that picture it's supposed to be candid right no she everyone's looking right at the camera and posing Maybe they're surprised by the war photographer because it, <laughs> it was it was 1918 right yeah so this is going to be a world war one <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing. Or maybe it's just her personal photo and someone stole it. She just wanted to remember. Maybe it was like, yeah, this is the big battle with, with Chris Pine here next to me. Yeah. Let's, oh, another, another point about that photo it. is she mentions how after the Great War, she, she just had to get away from, from all the injustice. Couldn't have possibly interve- intervened in World War II. No, she, she was like, World War I sucks. I'm going back to the island. But she could have maybe really helped in World War II, and I, a lot of really bad shit happened. It's true. It did turn out okay, though. From our point of view. I guess. <laughs> Generations later. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's the only... And I just thought, like, why even put that line in? That, because it's, that... it's exactly for the... To explain why didn't she help in World War II. Yeah. Because Captain America sure helped a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, she was gone. But, uh, oh, God. I wanna, I'm, <laughs> I'm going, like, ten different directions at once. Yeah. The files I loved. I loved that because it was so silly. That, yeah. Like it made the jump for me to cool because I was like, "This is so dumb," yeah. but I can see a full page of a comic of someone just clicking files yeah. and seeing. You see Aquaman when he first shows him with his glowing eyes. That was almost gave me chills. Yeah. The scene with the Flash, I was like, "Well, they're doing this weird teenage Bohemian Flash." Yeah. But whatever, I'm <laughs> I'm along for the ride. Yeah. And then uh, Wonder Woman, of course, the photo of her, the first time she appeared when Doomsday was about to shoot. Who was it? Was it Lois Lane? It was Batman. Was it Batman? Yeah. Doomsday was about to shoot his heat vision out of his eyes and his nose and his mouth, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had, even though I had shown uh, Wonder Woman getting on a plane as, I guess she's Diana in this. I don't, yeah. Did they ever say yeah, her name? Yeah, they did. They said, Miss Prince, get back on the plane. Okay, so there's part of her getting off the plane, getting off the plane. Yeah. There's like a bunch of se- sequences leading up to her first appearance. Yeah. But I... I was some, I had somehow forgot about it in those couple of minutes. So when she jumped oh. <laughs> up and blocked the the heat vision with her 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 bracelets, and then it started playing that like weird guitar and drums. 
Yeah. I almost got up and cheered, man. I was like, (laughs) You started moonwalking. I did. I started moonwalking down the aisle of the theater. Because I was like, Oh, Wonder Woman's so cool. We could finally get to see her as powerful as Superman. And like, the music was cool. And she got out her glowing whip, or I mean, her rope, her lasso. Magic lasso, yeah. Oh, man. I got to calm down. Sorry. It was just like the perfect comic book movie for me. I'm. I'm going to see it again. I'll probably come back and be like, what was I smoking? But I don't care. I loved it. So I have, I have some notes here okay. to bring us down, okay. to be a dick, to be no, negative. No, it's fine. No, I, I've been saying too many positive things anyways. Uh, Lois Lane is, was such a dud. You even, so? even Amy Adams had no spark. She's a spark actress, and she has it had was no weird. spark at all. She really had no character other than... I mean, she was just a plot device. She was a MacGuffin, like she the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. And there's a scene at the beginning where they said, he says, like, I didn't know they'd be sending a woman. And she says, I'm not a woman. I'm a journalist. And I swear she looks at the camera <laughs> and winks. And I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be our celebration of feminism? Do you know something? Like, oh, you nailed it. Do you know something bonkers? Is in that same sequence, she's about to interview the terrorists. Yeah. And she, her first question is, are you a terrorist? Uh-huh. And then one of the bodyguards for this guy finds the course, the like transponder in the camera, the, in the, the film camera, the film camera. Yeah. And they take the photographer and execute him in front of Lois. Do you know who that photographer he, is? That was supposed to be Jimmy Olsen. That was Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Why? Why did they kill? Jimmy it was Olsen so bonkers without telling us who he was. He didn't tell us who it was, but I read an interview with Zack Snyder later that t- the next day. And I just thought, this is so insane. I'm cool with it. <laughs> okay. Like, I usually would be yeah. outraged by this, but, yeah. but the new Zen Sean is fine with them executing Jimmy Olsen in front of Lois. I, I can't look at Henry Cavill without laughing. His muscles are too big. Were, it's stupid. Were those actually his muscles? Did he take his shirt off ever? Yeah, I think I was yeah, curious if that was a uh, well, big rubber suit. Well, it's got to be. No one's like looks like that. It, he looks like a pro wrestler. It looked cool to me, except for the scene where he's walking into the Capitol. so dumb. And I just thought Superman isn't strong because he has big muscles. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he's got those big muscles. That's how he can pull a ship through the ice. But, but maybe it's just a byproduct of working out. Yeah. Like you're stopping an asteroid. You don't need, you know, it's not the, the huge muscles that are stopping the asteroid. But they're going to you're, you're get, get a good workout. I guess. That's a lot. Yeah, I think so. Like, okay, well, he still looks dumb. Um, that scene, okay, the scene where he was dragging the boat by the chain and catching the exploding rocket, that was another scene. That was one of the, the pivotal scenes of me watching it where I thought, this is awesome. Yeah. I love this movie because those are what I've wanted to see my whole life is Superman catch a shuttle. And it looked real. Yeah. Sorry, um, bring me down some more. Well, no, I just, thought, I just thought it was interesting how the news reports kept saying that there's no people around. I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. Like, it was, don't worry, it's after business hours, so, so no one's at work. Yeah, Anderson Cooper, <laughs> his little cameo that's like, yeah. luckily, the, it's after hours, so the downtown area is almost empty. And Batman's saying, we're going to bring the fight back to the port. It's abandoned. It's abandoned. Yeah, that was just for all the back. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Um, oh, that was another th- right at the beginning where they lost me is when Batman calls the guy in Wayne Tower and says, evacuate everyone from the tower. And you see the guy looking out the window at all these buildings blowing up. Oh, and I he laughed. Goes, and he goes, okay, let's evacuate. Like, you have to no. have Bruce Wayne tell you to do I, that before you do it? I laughed out loud. I even t- I turned to whoever was next to me in the theater and said, you, you, uh, you tell me that they weren't evacuating anyway from the earthquake machine that was blowing everything up? Yeah. You're just like standing there staring out the window like, like what, I don't know what Bruce wants us to do. What is Bruce? He, oh, I don't want to get fired. 
if I leave here and, and, and we lose some money, I'll be fired. Yeah. No. Yeah, I laughed at that. That was good. Uh, Lex Luthor, I don't know what was going on with that. Okay, this is one part people, where... People where, are responding positively, positively to it. Who? Not me. Really? Oh, yeah. It's about 50-50. Wow. I thought that was the only thing. I thought it was the worst Lex Luthor ever. Like the, I was thinking about Lex a lot. And my favorite Lex Luthor is Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. But Gene Hackman's not actually very much like Lex Luthor from the comics. He kind of is. Nah, not but he's, really. But he's, he's more like a used car salesman. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and then I thought, well, Kevin Spacey's actually probably the most like Lex Luthor. But even he didn't quite pull it off. But good God, Jesse Eisenberg's like Joker Lex Luthor, it was... It, yeah, that was, to me, the worst part of the film was his performance and his interpretation of Lex Luthor. I, I don't think he could have done a worse job, in my opinion. <laughs> and that's, that sounds harsh, but I really think he was so off mark on Lex Luthor, it's crazy. He's, Lex Luthor isn't just Superman's Joker. Yeah. He's, he's actually an evil Bruce Wayne. Why are his servers so poorly hidden? Just in the kitchen. He's supposed to be a tech genius, right? Uh, and it's and it's his most uh, top secret stuff too. Why is that even stored on a server when it could be on a flash drive? You think he would put it on an external hard drive? Because all it is is a ten second video surveillance video of the Flash, yeah, a photo of Wonder Woman, and then a probably fifteen second video of Aquaman. Yeah, you could fit that on on the tiniest of flash drives. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, and oh, and yeah. the video of Cyborg. I forgot about that, which mm-hmm. I was laughing during that whole scene with the, with the head and torso wiggling and screaming. It's hard to take a scene seriously where a scientist is talking to the camera. Yeah, I mean, that's something we've seen a lot too. Yeah, Sub- experiment number one. Now, now here's something I want to com- c- compare and contrast. So you look at you were talking earlier how it seems there's almost a conspiracy that, that critics like Marvel, or at least think that that's what a comic book movie is, yeah. a lighthearted joke movie. Like there isn't different interpretation. Like there's one vision of what this is, a comic book movie. Yeah. And it can't also be every weird version, you know, of even like the 80s Howard the Duck and stuff. That's a comic movie too. Yeah. But so is, so is Man of Steel in all its darkness. But so you, you got uh, Avengers... Two, wait, no. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron <laughs> has an earthquake machine just like Man of Steel. So it's a, it's, it's a, Age of Ultron was a direct ripoff of Man of Steel, which I was, I couldn't believe that's what they came up with, is an earthquake machine just like. The which, end. and both of them are ripoffs of Arrow. <laughs> Actually, Man of Steel might have come before that. I don't remember. But Arrow originated the earthquake machine in my heart. Yeah, they even had to call it the earthquake machine. Yeah. So, that, so now you go to Batman versus Superman. And this had the, had the hero uh, kind of, do, he, he had no policing over him. He could do whatever he wants. And so we've got the government backlash of we've got to, like, Superman must be brought down, right? Yeah. And that's the exact same plot of this Marvel's Civil War that hasn't come out. We're going to basically get a rehashing of Batman versus Superman, yeah. but we're getting Iron Man versus Cap. Yeah. Where, where Cap is a good character, just like Superman, who wants to do what's right, but he's working outside the law, and so Iron Man or or Batman <laughs> is going to bring down this character. Yeah, and that is it's gonna it's weird because I have a feeling people are going to be gushing over Civil War, even though it's a 
complete ripoff of, of Batman versus Superman. Well, I'm, I don't know about what ripoff. I mean, I would say it's similar. I'm not going to say ripoff. They didn't... The, it's, the it's Marvel a, people didn't say they're doing Batman vs Superman quick. I don't know, man. I the don't Civil know. War, the story came out ten years ago, right? But Dark Knight Returns and came it's out the 20, natural twenty years ago. Of, I mean, Marvel has it planned out like six years. I feel that, but but it's it's Civil War is a story that's even post Man of Steel. Or I mean, post uh, Dark Knight Returns. But even so Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Returns had a fight between Batman and Superman. But it it wasn't really but, the central plot. Yeah, and the plot wasn't that Superman. It was just Batman didn't. The only reason I'm bringing yeah. this up is because Avengers was such an incredible ripoff of Man of Steel. It was ex- Age of Ultron. It, yeah, Avengers oh. Age Age of Ultron. The earthquake machine at the end couldn't have been more similar to the earthquake machine at the end of Man of Steel, which came out a year earlier. I don't even remember Man of Steel. Now we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, Civil Wars coming out two months after after this Dawn of Justice, and it's kind of gonna be the same. I have a feeling it's gonna be probably funnier. It's sillier, but it's basically you are working outside the law. We got to take you down, Captain America. No, I, I do what's right. But Batman was working outside the law. It wasn't that he was working outside the law. It's just that he was too powerful. It's just that he was too godlike. And thought, what if he turned on humanity? No one's worried Cap is going to turn on humanity and wipe out the whole planet. Yeah, but they're worried that, that he is working outside of the rules and people could get killed. It's a kind of similar worry. It's but not Batman quite... works outside of the rules. Well, it's not exactly the same. I'm just saying there's similarities. You said all. it was a direct ripoff. I, was, I said Age of Ultron's a direct ripoff oh, of, okay, of sure. Man of Steel, which I'll stand by that yeah. bold statement. Yeah. Try to explain to me the huge differences in the earthquake machines, and I will, I will eat my words. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll also ignore you because I'm a grown-up and I don't care that much. <laughs> I'll never eat my words. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. I'm just kind of being devil's advocate a, a bit, okay, a I bit here. I love I love Marvel movies, yeah. and it turns out I love I love DC movies too. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't know. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. World Champion Podcast at Gmail dot com, Instagram World Champion Pod, Twitter Smogville Fair, Facebook. Just look for World Champion Podcast. I say that every week. We do have some updates on our modern GI Joes. I really enjoy these. Uh, Seth F. writes in some new current G.I. Joes. I think they're pretty spot on. Okay. Search Engine. He's the social media slash explosives expert. Of course, he'd be called Search Engine. Yep. Casual Friday is the troop morale slash explosives expert. (laughs) Then there's Working Lunch. He's the cook and an explosives expert. Montage. (laughs) They're all explosive experts. They are all explosive experts. (laughs) Montage, video intelligence. Oh. So he's got, because now, you know, security cameras everywhere. That's pretty, that, camera that phones, would, you, you know. G.I. Joe would need that, yeah. actually. Yeah, they It'd would be need to sort all that. And uh, Binge Watch, who is the media intelligence expert. Wow, that's pretty good. Those are all perfect. And, yeah. And you, I, now I want to see, uh, like, mock-ups of them. I know, you, you've done well. Yeah. This, this is good intelligence. Uh, Clay gives us some more. Uh, Joe, whose codename is Actually. Now, Actually points out seeming important facts at inappropriate times. For example, Hawk assigns snake eyes to a stealth mission. Actually interrupts and says, actually, Quick Kick would be better as he has nunchucks and doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> nunchucks and throwing stars. So he's helpful but annoying. Yeah. Uh, codename Highball. He's the bartender of the group. Specializes in concocting refreshing and non-alcoholic fruit spritzers. Gets the ice from Snow Job, and that's what he thinks makes the drinks refreshing. The other Joes wouldn't mind a splash of whiskey now and then, but hey, it's a kid's show, right? It's true. 
eyeball, and then uh, stereo. So it's revealed that Tomax and Zamot's parents had a second pair of twins Ooh. due to Cobra's aggressive fertility program. These twins were left on G.I. Joe's doorstep and Hawk raised them. <laughs> Sorry, I just was going to read through that and then it hit me what, what I was saying. <laughs> Instead of being the mirror image of each other, they do everything simultaneously. So they punch at the same time, reach for their oh, laser at the same time. that's cool. And then, of course, speak at the same time in stereo. Like those little twins in Godzilla Mothra movies. And also important to note, they're the only two breakdancing gems. Oh, yeah. Gotta have breakdancing. <coughs> wow. Yeah. Those are pretty good. But you guys have put some thought into this. Yeah. So I, I love that. Of course, we, we have so many emails still to get to, so many questions out there. Um, but I got to run. I, I, I've been promised a hot dog Oh. if I go down to the uh, hot dog stand by noon. So Maybe I'll come, yeah. come by. They didn't. They part of the deal was you couldn't be there. Well, I meant come by just to kind of walk in that area. Yeah, that's like go, go on a walk and smell. I like to smell hot dogs. I don't actually like to eat them. Yeah, a hot dog makes me lose control. <laughs> hot dog makes me lose control. <laughs> well, Patty loves to rock and roll, and a hot dog makes her lose control. Oh, okay. All right. Well, All right. Twins. Speaking of twins. All right. Identical well, twin cousins. Anyway, we'll be back next week. I'm going to Houston. And I am going back to the theater to see Batman vs. Superman, I imagine. Most likely. Yeah. All right. See you at the fair. Right. Huzzah! Huzzah!